say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I did see blood coming out from around her, her neck or back of her neck or something. And I pulled the door closed and I never opened it again. 10-Minute Murder contains depictions of actual crimes. What you are about to hear is real and violent in nature. Discretion is advised. This is 10-Minute Murder. Welcome to 10-Minute Murder, the brief and bingeable true crime podcast. I'm Joe, and thanks for being here. Before we get going with the story today, take a second to subscribe to 10-Minute Murder if you haven't already. When you subscribe, you get every episode as soon as it is released. Whereas, if you're not a subscriber, it can take a little bit of time for it to get to you. I'm not a scientist, so I'm not sure exactly why it takes a little bit more time, but it does. So subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. It helps me out a ton, and I really appreciate it. Today's story reads like a script from a Hollywood thriller. A violent murder, a car hidden in an orchard, a missing handyman, and the murder weapon squirreled away inside a tree in a cemetery. The kicker? Despite the confession, the murder case will never go to trial. Through some weird twists and turns, you'll find out why there will never be justice for the victim. In September 2016, a silver Kia was found abandoned in Las Cruces Pecan Orchard. The car was registered to 67-year-old retired librarian, Elvira Segura. Obviously, it's pretty strange to find a Kia in an orchard, so officers tracked down the owner. Elvira lived in a home in northern New Mexico. They found her there, dead in a bathroom. 
Her body was so decomposed that it was hard to tell exactly what happened. Police had no initial leads, but one possible witness, Robert Mondrian Powell. Robert lived with Elvira, where he worked as her handyman, but police didn't know where to find him. He was gone. They noticed his EBT card was being used at a certain grocery store pretty often. They staked out and spotted him, saying that he had no idea why they wanted to talk to him he agreed to talk to investigators. During questioning, he said that he had been homeless for about four years when he met Elvira, the librarian. She offered him a place to live in exchange for being her handyman at the house. He also did some cooking and ran errands for her. After a while, their friendship and agreement began to change. Robert said she started drinking more and more, and when she'd drink, Elvira would become verbally abusive with him, name-calling and finger-pointing. That eventually escalated to violent one day, when she smashed him over the head with a TV table. About 40 minutes into the chat with police, shockingly and completely unexpected, the Robert Mondrian Powell interview turned into a murder confession. Um, so she, you said she swung and hit you with the, uh, the table? Mm-hmm. Correct, with the little, where you eat? Yeah. And what happened after that? We had words right after she hit me with that on that particular, from that the last time. And, um, and I told some, and I said something to her, I said, you know, that's like assault and battery over here. I said, I don't want you to go to jail. And I said, because I don't know who's gonna run your house. And um, she had sat down on the couch and then she just started calling me every name of the book and stuff like that. And so then I started to get up and I went to pick up a plate that needed to go to the kitchen and I went to pick up the plate and then she started in again and uh, started uh, hitting me with her fists she ran in front of me to the door to the bedroom door blocked the way and then um, started taking swings at me which she's not very good at doing so I got enraged and I I pushed her back towards the center of the room to get her out of the way. At one point, she went down on the floor. We got into it, and I hit her. Uh, I hit her head, or she hit her arm when she fell, and it did not sound good. It sounded like it hurt her. I went to tell her, get up over here, just get up. You need to leave the room. And she, she was having trouble getting up in the center, but she was still cursing me and cursing me. And I lost it. And I, I started, and I pushed her back down onto the floor and I hit her head several times, I know, on the floor, which was a brick floor. Do you try to stop her from talking at any time? You put her hand, your hand over her mouth or? No, I didn't. Put her, her, your hand on her neck? I, no, I didn't do that. No, but I did, I did hit her. And what happened after that? And then, um, I was just so angry. I said, you need to go to the um, your bathroom and you need to uh, clean up. And she seemed a little bit stunned, but she was still just, I mean, still just really just absolutely livid, <laughs> screaming and yelling at me and everything else. I told her, now I've done it. I said, I, I'm gonna go to jail because you make me lose my temper. And I said something like, I really don't want to go to jail over something like this over here. It's just ridiculous. 
I was mad, but measured. I wasn't screaming or yelling or anything like that. But she wouldn't give up on it. How did you get her to stop? She followed me into the bedroom, and I went and I reached in under uh, the cushion in the folding bed, the day bed, the futon bed. And um, I pulled out a gun. And when she went back to her bathroom, I pointed it at her, and I told her, you need to really relax and calm down. I said, this is enough, this is over. I don't really remember. I remember saying, this is enough, it's over. I don't remember. And I was talking at her, but I can't remember everything I said, to be honest with you. So at one point she reached down and got it. She had thrown a bunch of stuff like that was on a, just a wire shelf. She uh, kicked it, threw it all over the place and went into the bedroom and everything. And um, she grabbed a, what do you call it? A, some sort of a mat, I do remember that, shower mat or something. And um, she bent down to pick it up or something and she went down on one knee. And when she went down on one knee, I pulled the trigger and shot her. Where'd you shoot her? In the bathroom. Do you know where it hit her? No. I did see blood coming out from around her, her neck or back of her neck or something. And I pulled the door closed, and I never opened it again. What did you do with the gun? I put it on the bed. And you left it there? No. When I came to Santa Fe, I brought it with me. My intention was eventually to use it on myself. Where is it now? It's in some trees near, near the Masonic Cemetery. I think it's still there. I haven't looked at it in days. Was it hidden pretty well? Mm -hmm. yeah. Would you mind taking us out there to show us? I'll take you. What'd you do with her car? It's in a pecan grove. After his confession, Robert Mondrian Powell was arrested for the murder of Elvira Segura. After further investigation, police learned that he stayed at the house about a week after the murder with her body in the bathroom. He held a yard sale to get together enough cash to leave the area, and that's what he did. In December 2016, Mondrian Powell was formally charged with second-degree murder in a Santa Fe district court. Over the next 20 months, the case moved at a snail's pace, while attorneys argued over motions, subpoenas, continuances, and witness interviews. High turnover in the DA's office caused a revolving door of different prosecutors being assigned to the case. One of our rights as American citizens is the right to a speedy trial, and the judge ruled that all the charges be dismissed against the confessed killer, Robert Mondrian Powell, because he wasn't getting a speedy trial. But the twist doesn't stop there. In September 2018, the state appealed the dismissal. After pending for some time, they discovered that even if it was reversed, he wouldn't stand trial for the murder. He couldn't even stand trial. Shortly after he was released, Robert died. He was found outside, sitting in a chair in a parking lot of a nonprofit that provides assistance to displaced and homeless. Hypothermia was determined to be the cause of his death. And that's today's 10-Minute Murder, the brief and bingeable true crime podcast. Before you go back to normal life, 
make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. If you find yourself not subscribed right now, I just need you to know that Santa is watching. It's close enough now to Christmas that he's got his eye on you. And from there, you can do whatever you want to. I'm just trying to help you out. But if you are subscribed to the podcast and you enjoy it, you can do me a solid by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, if you want. That's a huge help to me, but, you know, let your conscience be your guide. Also, tell your friends about the show. If you have friends that like true crime, then let them know about the podcast as well. Thank you for listening to 10-Minute Murder. Have a good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.